Today we are going to talk with um, with Jay Wong about loneliness, but also about about you. Know, I just want to introduce you before we start everything. You okay. are my friend. You are a, a teammate at teammate at Beijing Improv. I was like going with the S. It's just you're just like you're. I'm multiple people. You know what? I think so. You have multiple Sometimes, personalities. Yeah, yeah. So and then um, now the listeners think. <laughs> Guys, this schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, and you're you're also working um, to help people communicate and build um, their communication skills with um, with improv. You're doing uh, some yeah, really yeah. nice about improv. And you have a company called Minds at Play. Minds at Play, yeah. and um, yeah, and I've been lucky enough to be to be uh, playing improv with you. So yeah. it's I'm okay. actually doing an applied improv workshop this afternoon. No way. Yeah. Boom. Bring it on. If Bring anyone it. is here this afternoon, it's time to go. <laughs> I, will, I will post this podcast like right now just for that. <laughs> just, <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. But um, why don't we start the topic by just um, identifying what is loneliness? Because I think that every, like, everyone has a different definition of loneliness and um, well, the dictionaries too. But how would you identify loneliness? Um. To me, it's not the the act of being alone because I think a lot of people need to be alone, right? Um, I'm introverted, so I, I actually relish a lot of my alone time. But it's it's that craving for social contact that is unmet. I think it's an unmet need for for social contact and intimacy. Um, so it's something that we need, but is not um, it's delivered. Delivered. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Okay. But so so when I was like looking at some research about loneliness and and the definitions of it, I found that there were like kind of like seven types of loneliness, and I will go over this because it's it's about this uh, girl called Gretchen Rubin, right? That's it. Gretchen, Gretchen Rubin, Rubin. Yeah. and she was identifying seven types of loneliness. Yeah. So there's seven types of loneliness. There are seven types of yeah. loneliness. And we're going to go over them and see which one applies yeah. to ourselves. Yes, exactly. The first one that I think that goes the best with what is the life for the people who live abroad is the new situation loneliness. So whenever you're moving to a new place, just as mm -hmm. a lot of foreigners or people who are doing a gap here or anyone who's traveling for more than like two months, I think sometimes like a month, you're going to have to get used to new culture, new things happening. So you actually have to, to connect with people, and that takes time. So there's this like period of time where you, you might feel lonely because you don't right. have the same. And I think often it's, it's because you, you don't have that support group with you, right? If yeah. you move to a new place with a group of like five or six friends, maybe you wouldn't have that as much. Exactly. Right? So, exactly. so I think it's one, one is the new situation, but the other is <clears throat> because of this new situation, you don't have your existing support structures in place. Mm. I think that, that could cause a lot of that loneliness. Same thing if you like if you move with your pet, I bet like you don't feel as lonely because like you can you can mm. carry Depends your pet. on the pet though. Depends yeah I cats think... are assholes. Yeah. In my opinion. Well I'm a dog person so I'm I'm a dog person too but so, sorry for <laughs> everyone who likes cats. It's okay. You have the right I'm, I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. 
<laughs> he said it. Oh, I'm gonna edit this in this. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Um, but there's also the the situation of loneliness where if you're not, as you were saying, like if you're you're moving somewhere with like a bunch of friends, if you're moving somewhere with like your boyfriend or girlfriend, of course you're gonna experience less loneliness because you're gonna be already with someone, right? Mm. So it makes it makes a lot of sense to just. But that's also dangerous. Because ah. then you become dependent on that person. Oh, oh. I've had, I've had that experience. I've had that experience too. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's a different kind of loneliness. Ah, right? uh, how? How? Tell it, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think in a codependent situation, right, you're expecting one person to be your everything. Mm. And and that's unrealistic. And, and, and oftentimes it, it doesn't lead to, to happy situations. Um, and sometimes if there's an imbalance, if, if one person is more social than the other. Yeah, then, yeah, that um, becomes another, yeah. yeah. And I would say another stress or pressure, when, because already moving abroad is enough pressure that if you have someone that you have to kind of carry around, exactly. or, or if you have yeah, someone that carries you around too, also doesn't make you feel better because you actually, you're either like, making all the doing all the work or you feel guilty because you're not doing all the work which is what i would assume technically i mean ideally both people are well-functioning social animals and they both make a lot of friends really quickly right yeah yeah. but in in situations where one or the other is more introverted Mm. um it could cause issues or sometimes like it's like not even like in like making friends but just like doing things right like the idea of uh if the other one is always not doing anything it's good like in action like helping you to find where is like how to go from this place to another or visa mm. stuff like it can all it can also give you more pressure and make you feel more lonely but you know what i think if you communicate technically make sure no problem for our non-chinese speaker listener that i <laughs> <laughs> it's always important to say it when you speak another language with yeah. a strong accent you of have course. to mention it right so and then there's this also other type of loneliness that we were talking about is i'm different loneliness so whenever for example you move abroad and then you you get to this new uh new space and you decide to do salsa classes and then you're like gosh everyone is so good at salsa but not me and then you hang out with them later and you realize i have nothing in common with these people sounds like a very specific situation is that something from your past (laughs) are you telling us a sob story right now i just wanted to give an example so people can connect Uh, and don't feel lonely but um my my mom is is someone like that um explain please yeah she lives in new york and she hangs out with a group of other Chinese ladies mm. um, and it's kind of a circle that chose her rather than she chose the circle yeah. and she doesn't really get along with a lot of them and yeah I often hear her say like I'm so different from from these other yeah and I gotta say sometimes like people like that in the society they want to feel different they want to be different yeah. but then like part you know, of it's like pride as well yeah. it's like oh I'm and no one understands me. I'm right. like, I was the chosen one, right? Yeah. I was the chosen one. Like you're, you're like Harry Potter, you yeah, know? My values are superior. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so I don't know. I wonder. But this is something that can happen, like, like if you're anywhere in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So I think what the thing is is good that we we think about how when you're abroad, what are the tools that you can develop? What are the the things you can do so you don't get into this like spectrum of yeah. 
I'm I'm different because actually you will feel different because yeah. you're probably not going to be around people that you're used to. Right. right. And as an expat, maybe you're in a space where there's few other expats yeah. and these are your friends, maybe not by choice, but by circumstance. Yeah. So maybe you have to put up with people that you normally wouldn't hang out with back home. Yeah. Right. So I, I think that's. Have you done that? Have you like. It's reasonable. Um, uh, I don't. I don't think so. I think Beijing has a diverse enough expat scene mm-hmm. where, like, if you don't if you don't like hanging out with people, you can just find a new group. Yeah. Um, but in smaller cities in China, I know like, hey, like, a third tier city in China maybe has what twenty, thirty expats. Yeah. So you got you basically that. know them after like a week. Yeah. Everyone knows yeah, each other. Yeah. Right. So it's. But also, it's interesting that you're talking about like the amount of expats and how to per city because. You can also connect with people from the place, but and that that's also another like sure of, of job course. that you can do and then yeah, I, I'm just thinking uh, yeah if if you're moving to a new place maybe you don't have the language skills necessary yet mm. to form like a deep relationship with a local right mm. um and and sometimes that shared experience bonds you right like I didn't have as many friends from all over the world when I was living back in New York yeah but the fact that we're all foreigners living in China that shared experience has created these bonds that maybe not otherwise wouldn't wouldn't exist I let's get to the next one yeah unfinished thoughts I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I had like a really nice I thought and I forgot it and then I was like damn oh, I thought you were like lost in translation no like it was I, in Quebecois and then it's like do I want to translate it? Yeah, Maybe. I just wanted I to don't. say poutine, you know. I was like, ah, oh, give me one. But... <laughs> oh. This is a great French-Canadian. <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to say something really cool, gosh. Damn it, me. It's okay. Maybe yeah. I'll come back later. I'm thinking about Yeah, I'm sure it will. L'esprit um, de chevalier. Esprit, yes. No. Is it is it called chevalier? Uh, the knight? L'esprit d'escalier. Oh, yeah. Staircase. S- spirit of the staircase. Yeah. It's a French saying. Oh. It's like maybe you had you had a witty remark. Yeah. But you, you you weren't able to deliver it in the moment. And when you're walking away from the party, you get it on back. the staircase down, you're like, Oh, that's what I should have said to that obnoxious dude. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. There's a term in French called oh. l'esprit de, che- de escalier. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. You know more French than me, man. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. I'm going to like think about this. I'm going to feel lonely about it and I'll send it to you and then I will connect with you and prove that I'm not lonely. <laughs> Just to connect l'esprit de chevalier. There's the no animal loneliness that I thought it was pretty funny because I don't have pets. That we no, me neither. You don't? But maybe, maybe that's why I'm lonely. No. I don't have a pet. <laughs> But you know what? Yeah, you just go for it. Just, just buy a buy a horse in Beijing. But I feel like if I got a pet, my pet would be lonely. Why? Because I'm, I'm away a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. But like, yeah. you can, oh, and goldfish. No, it's either like high. I'm lonely or s- some other creature is lonely. Yeah. So you don't want that. But that's why a cat. Typically, cats they don't like. They eat like the amount of food they're given. Like even if they, there's more food, like they they can take care of themselves for like a yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. 
So. I also hate cats. So. I know. I'm just. I'm just trying to like make the case for cat cat lovers. <laughs> we know. We know cats. We respect them. We respect them. We respect the cats. Doesn't mean we like them. No. No. I'm just speaking for myself. This no. does not represent Laurence or her podcast in any no. way, shape, or form. I I appreciate. I appreciate. Yeah, especially because my sister loves cats so much. Oh gosh, she's like a cat yeah. lover. So, uh, yeah. Um, no time for me loneliness. That's an interesting one. It's like if you have like a bunch of like people you are surround with. So once like, like acquaintances, acquaintances, yeah, and then you don't get to be really fr real friends with them. You don't build like deeper relationships. No, yeah. no. So like if you have a bad day, you actually don't. Well, it's like them. if if you if you're asking people to hang out. Yeah. And then you get a bunch of like, oh yeah. I would love to, but I'm busy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe next week or the week after that. And yeah. then but nothing, right? You know, for me, there's a difference, though. Like, if, like, there's a party or something happening or, like, uh -huh. a gathering with a bunch of people, I feel that, like, people, like, it's it's okay to be like, oh, yeah, I'm not sure I'm busy. But if someone asks you, like, one by one or two by two, like, hey, let's do this. Like, I think it's it's a di it's a different types of relationship in the way. And then you kind of, I want to I wanna be more present for people who just ask you if there's like one or two people because yeah, i think yeah. that's also the how i like to connect with people i like to be like in smaller like i like to be in big gathering but smaller groups you really get to be more like f of a friend kind of type you know yeah it's more quality time yeah that's it and and i think in those kind of situations if if one person declines then the onus is on them to to yeah to to, to reach out again right? this is true um, this is true yeah so, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay, so no time for me, loneliness. So once you start living abroad, it's actually kind of a, once you like got the first step of like, oh, I don't know where I am. Oh, I've, I'm, I start doing sports or I start doing improv and then or I start doing this. And you, can, you start connecting with the people. Yeah. Well, after like the next step would be, okay, now, you want to connect like and make the friends you know and it's something mm -hmm. weird because like in like in your own countries like you're not like looking for friends right you're not like hey i really want to find friends <laughs> and then like trying to like to go depends on the person right yeah i, I think, think it depends on the person but but I, what, something i've realized here in beijing it's so easy to make friends so easy when i was in like morocco i lived there for like two years uh -huh. it was so difficult because everyone was like well, you're gonna leave anyways. Right. Why would I befriend with you? Like they didn't say it, but you could feel it because, of course, they've seen yeah, a lot of teachers coming investment. in and out. Yeah. It's a big investment, and 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 the same is true in Beijing, right? Like so many people come and go. Mm. Um, I feel like I'm on waves seven or eight in terms of like the friends <laughs> yes. that I have here. Yeah. How many best friends did you have? Or like? Uh, I stopped using that term. Oh, me too. <laughs> There's no point, right? Uh, but how many like great friends that you have that left and like maybe we can like do an estimation because it, it might take long to count maybe maybe a couple like maybe five a couple. ten twenty no no 35 many i don't i don't get attached as easily oh oh for me best friend is Ouch. like is like a very special moniker and and people have to earn it people Ross. People oh, have to earn it. oh my gosh! I feel I'm in the competition now. What do I have to do? <laughs> Give me a, set, a list of things. I will make some. I don't know. Make some cakes. I don't know. For me, like growing up, I I never, I never had like one, B, like BFF. 
like yeah it, it were like they were like you know friends close friends that i hung out with mm. but i don't think i made one person like my best friend yeah and that's the person that i hung out with all the time yeah, I had some, some you know the necklaces like with the little hearts with like BFF? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I had like three of them. So I felt like after buying the first one, I kind of like made this. So you were like a... <laughs> no, you I got actually... around, Laurence. No, it was just, it was, they just gave it to me. And then I was like, well, I have like... And then everyone mm-hmm. started buying it for everyone. And it was just like common that night. So also right. the word like best friend is. But I do believe that, yeah, maybe for me, like I had a, at least... Like yeah, six really close close friends that left, and then like okay. yeah yeah, and then I, people I would like tell anything you know, yeah. like these kind of like friendship are just like you're like oh I have a rough day they're like come on we're gonna I think sit it's on also, the couch. I think it's also easier for women to make those kind of connections. Why? It's just a gender thing. I think men yeah. don't share as much with each other. Yeah. Um, I I do share a lot more like about relationships and, and emotions with my female friends than I do with my guy friends. Uh, it's just like you don't talk about it. Like you're bros, you go out and guys do activities with each other. Yeah. Like we play basketball, th- sports, video games, hang out. Like play mahjong. We don't sit around, drink <laughs> tea and talk about each other's girlfriends. Like we don't Oh yeah, yeah, we do that. Girls really, do that. We only do that. So sit it, around and talk about each other's There's girlfriends. less moments of I think that intimate connection. Hmm. So it, it's harder. It's I think it's harder to make deep and meaningful so would friendships. It, so would it be, um, as a man living abroad, would it be, I think, more difficult for you to make friends, you think? Or to not feel lonely? I think it's more difficult to make friends, but it's more difficult to make, like, really, really good friends. Uh, as quickly. Yeah. I think as, as a guy. Huh. That's just the nature of, of, of gender differences. And, and maybe maybe expectations as well right because it's not just about the gender it's also about you know masculinity versus femininity and yeah. all that man. all that cultural baggage oh that, yeah that i know that yeah, yeah yeah i feel it so yeah yeah well actually in beijing i feel it way less than in morocco how the cultural baggage is yeah because yeah. even in morocco like hanging out with having guy friends meant something different you know sometimes even if like the cult i love the culture I have really good guy friends there, but it's, it's the the per, everyone's perspective on the other gender is very different, right? Mm-hmm. So by like by you being from Canada and from the states, we have this this idea that everyone thinks like us, and then when you move abroad, you realize actually no. So yeah. it's um it's a good element to to consider. There's this research with Internation, um, an expats community, and they're talking actually about how. Um, they have, they have like 18,000, uh, around 18,000 people they made the research with. And they say that after like 35, 30, like in the 30 years old, like men will tend more to be, um, having, being like starting relationships, um, in like in the country they live in and women will be the opposite. And then I was thinking, I was like, what is yeah, what it? Does that, what does that mean? So it means, for example, if you come and live abroad, like for a bit, do you think guys? My question is. The, the statement is they they say that the men will tend to be more in a relationship after thirty years old, um, than women after after it, it's kind of like an, a different. So this life. is just for expats. Just for expats. Just for expats. It's it's a, a okay. So guys, a survey that has been done like around 30, all the world. 
and older are more likely to be in relationships yes, in, after, in foreign countries yes, than women. Exactly. And then, or to find someone to be with, you know? Yeah. And for women, it's going to be like the the opposite is going to go like lower and mm -hmm. lower. So apparently like the older you get, like you're like 33, whatever, 34, something, it's going to go down. And my correlation that I'm wondering now is that if you are a man living abroad and you feel and you feel lonely, are you going to be like, man, I'm going to get I'm going to get into this uh, relationship because I don't want to feel lonely or yeah, I, I think a lot of men come to depend on their significant other other for these like emotional um, mm. conversations and, and, and yeah. connections. Okay. Yeah. So intonation is right. Thank you. Intonation. Well I've also heard that complaint from expat women that, you know, a lot of the expat oh, really? men here are like dating local girls and so the pool the pool is much smaller. Yeah, but that oh, yeah, but this yeah. is the um, that is because it's in China. It is in China. That's true. Yeah. It, it, it's a different situation in each country. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't think it, it would be exactly the... But maybe you're right because, like, girls connect... Like, we, we tend to, like, connect, with get some tea and talk about our feelings more and, like, open more. Maybe, mm -hmm. like, the, the idea of, like, being in a relationship also is different. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. so Quiet. Oh, oh, there's this one I really like about untrustworthy friends, loneliness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you are surrounded with people you just don't trust. Time to get new friends. <laughs> yeah, folks, please. Like, just, like, just get out of that. Have you heard there's this thing that says there are like five, the five people around you are like the people that would yeah, influence yeah. you the yeah, more? Definitely. The most you're, the, you're the average or the composite of your five closest relationships. Oh, it is yeah. is is the way I heard it. Okay. But it, okay. it just means the same. same thing. Yeah. yeah. But that's kind of, so you kind of like want to have like great friends. So you, like if you don't have friends you trust, does it mean you don't trust yourself? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Or, or you don't value yourself highly, right? Oh. I think it might be a confidence thing as well. Yeah. I do think surrounding yourself with people who you respect and, and who push and challenge you, um, is important. Yeah, it's like the right. best call ever. I think it's something really nice here in like in Beijing. You get to have a lot of people who can actually like who want to do things, who want to challenge themselves, who want to do like interesting stuff. So it's easy actually to start projects or to yeah start a podcast, turn like have a company, you know. So ah, amazing. <laughs> Uh, and then the last one, the, the last number seven, the quiet presence, loneliness. Yeah, I think that's more for, for introverts, right? It's yeah. just needing that one person maybe to hang out with and, and maybe not even not even talk to. But no, I think I'm like I'm an extrovert and I think I like that too. You like that too? Yeah. yeah. You need you need to have like it's I mean, I don't like, think anybody's like entirely like one or the other it's not like a, a binary yeah, system yeah, like yeah. you're either introverted or expert i think most of us lie on the spectrum we yeah we we are all between but... introversion and extroversion yeah and you got moments where you're uh, probably more i feel like as i've gotten older like i've become more extroverted and i've heard you know the opposite from from my extroverted friends like mm. as they've gotten older they've become more introverted um so it, it's not a constant either right mm. it, it's it's always fluctuating yeah um but yeah, that that I think the sign of a great relationship 
is one where you can just spend time with each other without speaking and like enjoying yes! each other's presence right i agree with that yeah yeah and feeling really comfortable and not not drained by the experience oh yeah because that's because <laughs> I, I i said introverts because for introverts being with other people sometimes is a very draining experience mm. um whereas for extroverts they recharge their batteries mm-hmm. by being with others um and so you know for introverts you know you found a really good friend or a significant other if spending time with them isn't draining. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I vouch for that. Yeah. Because as an extrovert, I sometimes if I'm too much of like with people, I will feel like I will feel drained. But like I might, I think my limit is pretty high like i couldn't be like every time every mm-hmm. day but i live alone too so like that's right when i have what i have a like a i feel like you also seek it out yeah 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 usually if i yeah um so it's okay you're you're like always out and about <laughs> i i like i like to have a lot of of good people to to exchange yeah. with and yeah. yeah great connections yeah it's just lovely to meet especially in, in beijing Yeah, ouch. Did you just crack yeah, your neck? <laughs> I just hope like they recorded the sound. <laughs> oh, that was satisfying. Yeah. Nothing oh. like a good neck crack. Oh no. Oh no. Okay, so now let's let's be more uh, let's talk more about about you and about our experience with with Lonius. So so if you're living abroad, this might happen. Uh you might you, like you might feel lonely at sometimes. Actually, it will happen. Like not like it might happen. It will most likely happen mm-hmm. um unless you're in denial yeah unless you're like i'm not lonely but then you're lonely <laughs> you just put it on your mom you're just like, <laughs> it's all because of my mom yeah but um so, so you might experience this and then if if that happens what do you do what is like the like two or three steps what could you do for that um i mean I think I think what works for a lot of people is is finding finding groups of people or activities that that you're interested in, you know. Um like for me personally, I, I think when I found the improv community, mm. that really helped in it almost felt like finding my tribe of like-minded mm. similarly weird people. <laughs> yeah. So you're not different loneliness is uh, right. is It's not like oh, wow, these these people You know, I can really relate to them and speak mm. to them, mm. and it's it's fun. Yeah. So, so I think finding finding that group or finding that tribe yeah. is, is is really important. Yeah, and then like sometimes it's also like by living abroad, it's good to like try something you thought you would never do. Yeah. Try something that you're like, oh, I always wanted to like, like not play play piano alone in my house, but like I always wanted to be in a band. So. Yeah, push your, push your comfort zone a yeah. little bit. You always wanted to do, like, poetry. Try it out. It might so work. I'm assuming, like, it's a self-selecting group already. Like, if you're already living in a foreign country, it means you're capable of pushing your comfort zone. You know, not not a lot of people <laughs> choose that life, right? Nah, nah. Yeah. So, so I think people living abroad already maybe have that ability to push themselves mm. a bit out of their comfort zone. Yeah, because you're out of it. Like you cannot be, yeah, yeah, completely. Unless you're like you're moving from like Montreal to 
Ottawa. Not even like, <laughs> and I'm saying like I'm saying Ottawa, the capital of Canada. I want to yeah. remember everyone, so we don't think it's well, Toronto. Well, moving abroad. Yeah, that was, that was the example. Yeah, but, 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 but so moving from like Toronto to New York maybe wouldn't be as much of a difference. But there was like yeah, culturally maybe a tiny bit because like yeah. we, you got less French in New York, but. Um, But yeah, like the more the culture will be different, mm -hmm. the more like, the more inclined you will be to have this 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 loneliness because you'll see the differences between you and everyone else, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, but yeah, people that are like thriving and living abroad and having the same, um, yeah, the same gut feeling, yeah, it's kind of a good thing. Yeah, but for me, like when I start Capoeira, I was like, okay, I've never thought I would do it, and then I would never thought I would do a cartwheel, and then oh. I can't, and then I never thought it was this, and then oh, I can't. So, and then yeah. you realize that it's it's nice to connect with with people with cartwheels. Uh, <laughs> just kick them in the face, <laughs> and then uh, your best friends after. <laughs> there's a But Chinese you know, saying. There's a Chinese saying, Like if you don't fight at first, you don't become really good friends. Uh, I remember like one of my really good friends growing up, like. We started off with a fight, like <laughs> we like fought each other. <laughs> I think it was in fourth grade, <laughs> we're, like punching each other, and wow. then we just became really good friends. Wow, do you still do that? Do that now? Like, if you want to make new friends? Yeah, just walk up to someone, sock them in the face. Be like, hey, I'm Jay. <laughs> they will remember you. Yeah, you know, like if I anything, gotta give you that. They will remember. It'll be memorable. <laughs> Might spend some time in jail, but be worth it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what friends do. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Punch I'm, each other in the face. This is this is not don't listen to that kids. Don't listen Bad to advice. That. Bad, Bad advice. advice. You never hit people. Never. Um but I'm I'm aware for some people it might be might be more difficult to seek out those groups, you know. Mm. If if you're a bit shy or, or you have social anxiety, I think you know, it's easy to be like, Oh, go out there and meet people and do new things. Yeah. But it's it's really difficult. You know, for mm. certain groups of people. Yeah. Um, so how did how do these folks deal with loneliness? It's, it's people that are like shy or, or 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 have a bit of social anxiety or or feel stressed in in social situations. You know. Honestly, I think a lot of people sometimes just they just go to well, they're either like stay inside, but like the people that I know that are like mm -hmm. this, they would tend to, sometimes they're just gonna like go and drink to be less shy and another bad tip <laughs> yeah. well no but the, and, and i'm yeah but i'm saying this because it like i've seen people like this you know they're yeah. gonna get and drink alcohol and they're going to because and then they're not shy anymore and then they connect with people and then yeah but this is this is also a bit dangerous right so you gotta be very aware of like what you like if you decide to connect with people and if you're If you're shy, and like I, I don't judge anyone who makes that decision of like drinking alcohol to be less shy because, or, mm -hmm. or like for anxiety, I do not like judge this because it must be very difficult. Like, like I'm, su I'm super extroverted, and then I get like sometimes anxious with just like going with a bunch of people I don't know. After 10 minutes, it gets better, but like I, you know, it's it's totally normal that it happens. So for yeah. these people, like if you're very like stressed and and anxious, like I suggest maybe. Like trying to do things that are more of um, like going to um, something that you're very comfortable with. Maybe asking your like people you work with to go on like a yeah. like lunch or like maybe going with like just small <laughs> small um, group situations. Small group, yeah, not big group yeah. situation because then you're yeah. like you're. 
I actually prefer small group situations. Me too. Yeah, I don't. I don't like huge parties. Mm. Now they're just like too many people. Having like one minute conversations with people yeah. I've never met before and no. will never meet again yeah. just seems a bit like a waste of time. What if that minute would change your life though? I was sure. like thinking about that because like anyone can teach you something. So if anyone sure. can teach you something and you meet like a hundred people gotta in keep a party, an open mind. you gotta yeah. That's why I put myself out there. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> That was a beatbox. But it's usually it's usually not as fulfilling as like a smaller group no. interaction where yeah. you actually get to have meaningful conversations and mm. you're not surrounded by like smoke and loud music. I do agree with that. And you have to shout into people's ears. Yeah. Sorry, I sound really old right now. I th- are you? <laughs> He's like 66. Old, I'm an old man. <laughs> get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. Kids these days with their TikTok and their hip hop. <laughs> Yeah, we used Facebook back in my day. <laughs> Wait, there's still countries that use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was young, my. Um. But yeah, I think the the as you were saying the the intervention like the intervention your connection with like smaller groups. Yeah. Are always a win for for like for people that are super extroverted for the anxious one for the. It's it's always a win because that's yeah. that's when you really connect. Like, how can you connect with like thirty people at the same time? Yeah. It's impossible. And I and I feel like sometimes we we project our feelings onto other people. Yeah. Um, because in the past I'm I've been like, oh man, like what if this person doesn't want to hang out with me, so I'm not gonna invite them. But it's oh. like usually if you make if you make the effort, if you actually invite people to stuff, you'll find that most people like do want to hang out. Um. Yeah, and I think, I think a lot of people are, are afraid of of making that first gesture, yeah. right? Making that first step in the fears of being rejected. And mm. it's similar to like, you know, romantic situations, mm. is that fear of like social rejection. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I would say like it's it's super important just to, just to be proactive and 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 make the initiative. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And f- and and like actually like think about who you actually want to get to know better. Mm-hmm. Right, whether it's colleagues or or people that you've met, like make make an effort to to reach out to these people, and that's a perfect moment to reach out to the people you want to be influenced by. You know? Exactly, it's the perfect moment for that. Like, curate your own circle of five. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, Just get Elon Musk in it. <laughs> <laughs> He's not returning my phone calls, Lorraine. <laughs> He's so busy. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe you should send him a, a Snapchat yeah. of you, like, today. <laughs> Elon Musk, we love you. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Like, not literally love you. We just, we, you're great. No, I think I think people understand. Yeah, people understand. What you meant by I hope you. I hope so. It was not a love letter to you. <laughs> I would not tell you that way. I, would, I, would I don't know. You. If Elon Musk was like, hey, Jay, I want you to join me in this bedroom tryst, <laughs> I, I might be like... Yeah, Elon, let's go for it. Uh, you know what? I, I think I would say, <clears throat> let's get a drink first in a very expensive <clears throat> hotel. Really? And, or, or let's just get dinner because I don't really drink alcohol. I would want Elon's. Now, uh, holidays-wise, I got a list of suggestions to do when there's holidays. First, <laughs> On my body. if it's Christmas, I'm not even just gay. like I'm... what's happening very, very soon. Uh, one of the moments where, like, you have the tendency to be with your family, you're going to usually hang out with, and then, like, 
uh, I don't know, like go on Sunday to your friend's house and do this and do that. And so you're all, usually for Christmas is a very busy time where like in your your home country, I would say. But whenever you're abroad, often you don't have that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, like what I really like about the community of expats is that whenever there's celebrations like that, once you connect with a few people, there's always going to be something happening, you know? Yeah. There's always going to be like a Christmas dinner or like a New Year's uh, Eve party or like a... But I think one of the things that worked really well f- for me too is that like whenever... What is your culture wh- back home? You can try to bring it in, like bring it, it in here. So if on Christmas Day you watch movies, you watch Die Hard and like mm-hmm. drink coffee and like Rice crispy. Details make a difference. Die hard with coffee and rice. You dunk the rice crispies in the coffee. We did did one here. We did one here. here. My first year, we did. We watched Die Hard, and we had a bunch of friends, and we had this um, coffee Baileys, and no rice crispies. What's something Mm. else? Spend a day watching Die Hard. Yeah. So last month, we did Thanksgiving. Yeah. Friendsgiving, twice. It was really nice. Yeah. I had two groups of friends invite me. Yeah, I did. Awesome. I had two, too. And it was one Thanksgiving that there was so much food on the table. Like, well, like, two two of them were, like, great. But one had, like, so one much food on better. the table. <laughs> no, one was better. I'm not going to mention which one. But the, the one of them had so much food, they they had to eat, like, Thanksgiving food for, like, four days, like, or, like, in a row. Because uh-huh. there was just so much I don't know if that's left. a good thing or, like, punishment. Like, turkey for the fourth day in a row. Sounds like... <laughs> Sounds like cruel and unusual torture to me. What if you really like turkey? Like, you don't really like turkey. I don't turkey. think anyone likes turkey that much. <laughs> I don't think anyone in the world likes turkey that Change much. your traditions, you Americans. Change your traditions. <laughs> I actually, I've never celebrated Thanksgiving until I moved here. Really? Yeah. I used to, I used to roast ducks in my place. For Thanksgiving? Yeah. In New York? No, in Beijing. Really? Because... Because that's the bird of choice here, you know? Yeah. Call it, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. And you use the duck fat that you get. It's, it yeah. drips down. Uh, and, and you use it to cook other dishes. That's And awesome. it's much smaller, so there's not a lot of waste. Yeah. So it just makes a lot of sense. Ah. Yeah, it's cheaper, easier to source. Yeah. More economically and environmentally friendly. And it's sustainable. Yeah. You know what? I think next... It's just tastier. Like, just tastier. Turkeys are kind of dry. Yeah, sorry, Americans, but that yeah. you're right. Cats and turkeys. <laughs> on my, <laughs> you got you got to change your culture. <laughs> on my no fly zone right there. <laughs> but also, one another thing is that like, so you we all have our set of celebrations, and and but also in the country you're gonna choose, they will have a set of celebrations too. So one of the way not to feel lonely, to feel involved in a community, is also to decide to get, and and celebrate a uh, spring mm-hmm. festival or celebrate uh, yeah. the dragon boat or celebrate the Eid Ayuli, which I did. It's like the um, celebration. Eid? Are you talking about the end of Ramadan? And no, no, it's it's another one. A bit after the Ramadan, they have, um, I'm sorry, I'm like, I'm like messing up with the word I'm saying, but it's like the celebration for the, um, the sheep where they're going to uh, um, um, sacrifice the mm-hmm. sheep and then uh, they're gonna eat it and it just yeah 
got real detailed there. I don't want to give too many details because <laughs> you know, they, they cut the uh... they cut the you know the throat. Um, but it was it was very interesting to to see that and then to and you feel you're connecting more with the culture, therefore you feel less lonely. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I think that's a yeah that's a great way to also make local friends. Mm. Get yourself invited. Mm, mm, mm. That's true. Okay. Do you think people are more lonely at home or abroad? That's that's a big question. I know. And, that's and why I'm asking. It really depends on the for person. For you. For you. For me personally. Um, you know, that's. I think I've been more lonely, like in New York where I grew up. Because I I didn't I didn't find that group of like-minded people yet. I think. In Beijing is where I really sort of expanded my 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 social network and and really made friends that I consider to be really really good friends and, and really meaningful connections. So yeah, I would say I, I'm less lonely in Beijing mm. than back home. Mm. What about you? I. Oh, <laughs> never. What is this word again? No, I think I had phases in in both places where I felt more lonely. Yeah. So, like, I went through a breakup so that afterward I did feel lonely. Yeah, of course. There's no, like, but, blanket answer, right? Yeah, but I think overall I feel, I feel that I made, no, I don't feel, I feel that I made, up my world I build up my world mm -hmm. here so I'm not lonely too you know yeah you have the capacity to do that it's pretty liberating right because you're yeah. you're free from from any baggage that you had back yeah. home you get to reinvent yourself really decide who you are as a person That's awesome. how you connect with the world and, and the people around you um, so it's exciting it's exciting in many ways Mm. And and like you said, you get to choose the people that you surround yourself with. So, it's your fault if you're <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> Not from the side. <laughs> oh gosh, yes, it distortion. Yeah, but yeah, it's your fault if you're lonely. That's true. Well, not not that's true, but that's no, not true. That's not true. I think everyone gets lonely from time yes. to time. Yes. Like, yeah. 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 And I think that it's just a good a good way to like if you do feel lonely, just like reach out for people. I don't think you ever stop being lonely. And I don't think loneliness is is a thing to always try to proactively avoid. Yeah. I think in America, it's almost like a stigma to be lonely. But more Americans are lonelier than ever. You know, yeah. um, I remember there was a movie made a few years ago called Bowling Alone. And this documentary filmmaker like went to like the Midwest and he found like the rates of people going to bowling alleys alone has like sharply increased. Really? You know, and it's like such a group activity. Can you imagine like bowling yeah. by yourself? Like, yeah. Um, uh, so no. as Americans are physically like lonely and lonelier, um, we increasingly stigmatize mm. the, you know, the state of loneliness because we have social media and, and because we think it's so easy to yeah. now connect with people. Um, but in many ways, it's it's no. making us more like, you know, in our own bubbles. Mm. And there are more. The thing also, there are like <clears throat> more risk of, of like illness if you're lonely. There are more risk of like premature death, like a starting of a certain age, and even obesity. 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 Yeah. That's the word I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. So, it's also it's it doesn't like 
loneliness will not kill you, but like it can be a cause for all of these things. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why also like America is um, um, is also concerned about that because of course it causes a lot of like mm -hmm. schmuffy, uh, unfortunate events. Um, yeah, so I bet that's a. But in here. I actually wanted to talk a little bit about social media. I think you should. Yeah. And like, because it's only been around on a large scale for the last like five, six years or so, right? Yeah. Like, I think before 2013, 2012, most people were not using social media no. to the to the extent that, that we're using it now. Um, so, what, what, what do you think the impact has been for, I guess, loneliness? Well, I think for people who live abroad, it's kind of a great way to connect with your family. It's mm -hmm. a great way to... Uh, to be on like to have conversation like like being able to Skype with my parents mm -hmm. or like to call them or to just like mess and like messenger them like super it's super efficient when yeah. I first moved abroad I would I wouldn't even have like a cell phone and I would have like to call my parents mm -hmm. on like these like phone in France and like I would buy a card and it was like really like I, I really felt so disconnected to them right whereas now I feel that I can connect with them, yeah. yeah. But then, if I connect with them all the time, I don't f feel I'm connected to You're here. You're not being present, yeah. Yeah, but on the flip side, I think it's easy. Like, if you have like a lot of Facebook friends from back home, mm. and they're posting stuff, and you're like, oh man, like I'm I'm missing out on all these like. Oh yeah, you got that awesome too. experiences. Yeah. So there's, you know, I I think it's a neutral tool, mm -hmm. but it. it, it it can affect our our feelings of loneliness. I think yeah. when we when we feel like everyone out there is like doing amazing things, right? Because yeah. it is a highlight reel, you know, like yeah. your, the Facebook feed or like your WeChat moments, like people posting like their their highlights, and you're mm. like, oh man. Yeah, you're not gonna post like, oh, I had yeah. a really crappy just... day. Look at me, I look like shit. You know, <laughs> yeah. you never know when does that. Yeah, so of course you always think that everyone is having the best day of their lives, yeah. and then there was actually, I think, a campaign about about that. Like some women were just like, we're just tired of seeing like amazing, like good-looking women, like uh, just like with their family doing things at their work, doing amazing things. You're just like, it's okay to have like a bad day. It's okay right. to. Like... But I, I also think it's a choice. Like you can opt out, yeah. and like not look at your feed or your your moments as much yeah like I you don't you don't have to no do that actually i don't like i don't go on facebook often i go like once no. you don't either right no, not really. well not because it's impossible in china <laughs> probably yeah. yeah well i mean that that doesn't help but <laughs> yeah. yeah but like what about wechat do you like look at the wechat wechat not a lot. Is, no not a lot I mean, I, I I connect with people on WeChat, but I don't I don't like look at my mm. my moments, which is like the feed yeah. for for WeChat. I don't look at that all no. the time. Mm. Yeah. Okay, you don't. But I mean, you could also like find interesting information. You can right? and 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 allows for connections. Like, oh, like you went to this place. Like, cool. Like, yeah. 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 Oh, I I didn't know you were like you were running marathons right yeah, you know yeah. there was this sometimes you really find like really good yeah that's true but i think it's just a thing to like like anything go with moderation with this yeah all this 
multimedia new uh, social platform <laughs> we sound old <laughs> new just, social platform i don't know how to say it just like all of these things from like yeah, yeah. it's just a good way to um yeah go with moderation I want to... okay good so one last words to conclude anything you want to say about loneliness or about yourself or though like yeah, I think, I think for me, the last few years um, has been a process of getting to know myself better and, and to love myself. And I think that's a skill that's it's really important to develop is, mm-hmm. is this ability to spend time by yourself and really enjoy it. Yeah. Because I feel like often we, you know, we're by ourselves and we're like, oh, man. I should really be with someone else right now. Yeah. I yeah. shouldn't be eating lunch by myself or dinner by myself or, you know. It's so sad. I'm, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm such a loser, you know. <laughs> it's it's difficult. Like, those feelings crop yeah. up. Um, but it's it's being able to embrace it and be like, hey, I'm by myself. Let me, you know, eat mindfully, enjoy this book that I have in front of me, enjoying being by myself because I'm an awesome person. Mm. And uh, it's, it's a pleasure to hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> Just tap your shoulder. Yeah. You give yourself some love. So that's that's, that's something that I've been working on. Yeah. Um, because I think it's super important. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not an it's not an end actually to be to feel lonely. It's it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. We thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for having me. You, Jay. Yeah. It's really nice to have you and. Um, we can find you on Beijing Improv platform. We can find you with your uh, company Mindset Play. You have a website, right? Uh, working on it. Working on it. We're Perfect. transitioning. Whenever you do, <laughs> you just send it to me, and I will put it on my podcast cool. feed. Thank so you so much. You're welcome. And um, looking forward to uh, hear more about about what's going to happen with you. And if you do feel lonely, please also reach out. To, and there are also like a lot of other platforms that we didn't mention. And also, I just want to mention that we are not psychologists. We are just people who've experienced this from living abroad. So if you do have any questions, comments, just send them out. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.